done with your swallow of white Russian there? Guys, I've got quite the cocktail working in my <laughs> belly. Started off with a little white wine and pizza. Moved on to the, is it Disarano? I believe so. Yeah, the almond liqueur that we like tore through that bottle. And now I'm drinking a white Russian. Yeah, Lebowski over there. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're done teaching for the week. I think you're good. What do you have to do tomorrow? Besides get, get a your haircut, haircut, get my hair done. Don't make any drastic decisions. Stumble uh, in there in a drunken stupor. Yeah, I might. Yeah, <laughs> I might. White Russian in hand. Uh, in my bathrobe. Yeah, yeah. This aggression will not stand. That's just like your opinion, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Enjoying a couple of cocktails. Yeah. There we go. I'm enjoying a. Uh, IPA myself. Actually, it's a premium lager. Yeah, real basic. I'm a real basic bitch over here. Well, remember on Love is Blind? Did you watch that or was that just No, you me? just watched that. Yeah. One of the guys uh, gets asked what he's drinking and he continually calls it an IPA. <laughs> and at first I thought he was being funny and then right. I realized he was just stupid. He was stupid. just stupid. Yeah, no, that's like, I mean, years ago, I don't even remember who this was. Someone kept calling on The Bachelor, kept calling quinoa quinoa. Yeah, Do you remember quinoa. that? Yeah, yeah quinoa. quinoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one of the guys. It yeah. was a male contestant. Oh, it was, it was several years ago. That's his claim to fame. He's the quinoa guy. I don't even know who he is. Robin, will you look Robin. that up for me, please? It's better than being the big neck guy. Yeah, ooh, big neck guy. Ooh, patchy beard guy. Ramen ooh, hair guy. Ramen hair. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, negative adjectives for this fella. Not too bright guy. Yeah, so uh, you want to get into the show? We don't have a whole lot of shout-outs, gang. Uh, the fuck? Y'all need to step it up with the reviews already. If you haven't left us a review, now's your our chance. Our numbers are up on Instagram. Our, in- our Insta is blowing up. People are it's sliding into our fire. DMs. We are ghosting people left and right <laughs> on there, though. <laughs> Bunch of, what is it, zombies? We're going to zombie these people. Our Insta is tight butthole. <laughs> the tightest butthole. Meanwhile, who are we giving a shout-out to this week? Becca. Becca. Our new listener, Becca. Uh, yeah. We hear that you love the pod. Yeah, I hear that you love the sound of my laugh. We love you. Specifically, you're one of the few people who does, so yeah, I appreciate correct. it. I'm glad yeah. that someone does. <laughs> right, I mean, one, <laughs> oh, 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 one person must. I mean, statistically, someone must. It's Becca. <laughs> right, that's the one. The one out of a thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you want to? Oh, wait. We got to shout out a town. Mm-hmm. We got to shout out. Someone is listening. So I feel let's like we see. should see. Do we have any listeners in Galveston? Oh, I bet we do. Texas have some listeners. City, in which, as I told Bridge via Instagram message, uh, I learned to swim in Galveston. Yeah. While you're looking it up, I'll tell a little story. I want to hear the story my about it. My parents took me and my sister there when we were little, and I learned how to swim. And the hotel had a commercial that played 24 hours a day on the TV that was like an advertisement for the pay-per-view movies. And it was a woman in a red dress riding on the back of a motorcycle. And they played Patsy Cline's song, Crazy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just played That's over and over again. Yeah, of that whole trip. <laughs> I do wonder about the, how old were you when that happened? Probably four or five okay because i want like that's the kind of memory that like oh, our son is gonna it's have. a core memory right that's one of your key memories yeah um yeah so two listeners in galveston texas who have no doubt seen that same commercial uh, of the I, woman on the back of that motorcycle i'm under wearing the, the assumption red dress. that it just plays 
on every TV in Galveston. It's like that uh, Native American head that they used to play on TV when uh, the service went out that people would just stare at. <laughs> uh-huh, crazy. <laughs> All right. So the show we watched. You want to talk about the show we watched? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, we are shown both in the previously on that Shanae threw the trophy and then in a flashback were again mm-hmm. shown that Shanae threw the trophy the you really can't see it enough times. I can. Mm. I can see it enough. Yeah, so, uh, and, and once was actually as many times as I needed to Take see it. Take it twice. Okay, but three times, yeah. Once, twice, well, three times a once. lady. <laughs> Shame on you. Fool you twice. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> Fool me three times. Shame on me again. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. Uh, yeah, so we get the shot. I think I was of, eating ice cream during this part because I don't. You have don't have a whole lot of notes. Until we okay. go on Serene's date. So well, I'm carry let this. me carry it. Go let ahead. me carry it. Well, I mean, there's not much to say. Yeah, it's just yeah. the girls being like, "Shanae sucks." There's a girl saying, "You can't waste your time on cheap drama." I mean, I thought that was the entire reason I was wasting my time yeah. on this show. I Can thought that not? was the sole reason that we watched this television program. We get a shot of Clayton walking pensively on the beach, probably the beach you learned to swim on. Do they have sad? Quayton's big brain hurts. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, so Clayton says last Uh, night. It was a pool, not the beach. No, I'm the one who has the notes. No, I'm saying I learned oh, how to oh. swim in a pool. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. My parents I'm not... didn't teach me how to swim in the ocean. Oh, well, that's the Good way luck. I understood. Yeah, sink or swim. <laughs> sink or swim, kid. Yeah, so um, I see what you're saying. I did not mean to correct your memory, to mansplain your own memory to you. No, it was the beach. Ooh. Oh, how's that white Russian? It's hitting you pretty hard, huh? It's a little stronger than I thought, <laughs> I, I will admit. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's uh, those white... In Russia. <laughs> in Russia, milk drink you. <laughs> Christina would have begged for one of these when she was eating her lipstick. She in would have Russia, killed for a white Russian. Lipstick cocktail. <laughs> so Clayton, Christina. Clayton says, yeah, go ahead. last night, Sinead crashed the date, and we had a good conversation, but I don't think the women were happy to see her. Oh, genius has cracked the case. (laughs) His deductive reasoning skills. So now we do get to the date with Serene. Yes, they're Um, on the pleasure pier. The old pleasure pier. That's what he's going to say again during the fantasy suites. Also, what he's going to say during the fantasy suites is uh, today Serene is in for the ride of her life. Uh huh. I heard that uh, Gabby and Susie take a ride on the pleasure pier themselves. (laughs) I'm sorry, I I took you both to the pleasure pier. I I have to admit, (laughs) I fucked you and you and you. Yeah, he does say Serene is in for the ride of her life today. Serene says that her biggest fear is when they're on the pirate ship that someone on the other side is going to get sick and throw up. Mm hmm. Fun fact, I did that. Oh, wait, okay. Uh, now, so we're getting all these childhood stories out of you yeah, tonight. I love it. Yeah, I was it. about uh, maybe seven or eight years okay, old. Okay, where was this? Got, Set the scene for us. Got taken to the Bickham Dixon, like, 
carnival that sh- that's part of Shreveport. It's like a part of Mardi Gras, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Uh, my mom took me to Ethereal beforehand. The yeah, the famous vegetarian, res- vegetarian, vegetarian restaurant, restaurant that I later, where you later worked, worked at yeah. when I was in high school It's and all coming together. Yeah. yeah. A whole biography of Anna over yeah. here. <laughs> um, ate a Christopher sandwich, okay. which is uh, avocado sprouts, melted cheese. You really got to set the scene. Bacon bits, yep. carrots, grated carrots, pickles. Wait, wait, wait. Bacon bits? I didn't know like they had... Like soy crumbles. Soy crumbles. Yeah, gotcha. soy crumbles. Okay. Um, then we go to this carnival. Okay. And I'm there with my friend, Ann Hearn. Ann Hearn, yeah. And we get on the spider... And you know me. Oh, no. If there's yeah. one thing you know, it's that I get motion sick on these rides. Sure, yeah. And I lost my lunch. Oh, you tossed your cookies. Ooh, vomit oh, flying no. everywhere oh, on the spider. Oh, so the spider is, what is the spider? It's like eight legs and you're twisting. Oh, you're like moving like two directions at coasters. once. It's the spinny shit yeah, well, that and the, gets me. That spins you like two directions at the oh, same yeah. time, oh, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah and so Serene was at the other end, I'm and you puked all nightmare. over. <laughs> well, I mean, after them showing you your worst nightmare last week with the horseback riding rib strangers date, it's only fair that you uh, get to be somebody else's worst nightmare. I will say one of the girls, uh, spoiler alert, later in this episode, they do a roasting date, and she says that that was her worst nightmare. That's like my dream date. Just the roast? Oh, yeah. Be mean to somebody yeah. for an hour? No, that's one of the very few dates where I think I would actually shine. I would shine. Yeah. And I would, except I feel like I would take it too far. May, they took it pretty far. <laughs> yeah. I think that you could get away with it. Yeah. I mean, what is this podcast except a roast of me consistently? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, so just take that skill and put it to this date. I feel like I have to chew this drink. It's, gonna... it's a little crunchy, isn't it's, it? It's yeah, not crunchy, but it's pretty thick. Sure, it's a bit... <laughs> you need a, like one of those thick Dairy Queen straws, or like the McFlurry yeah. straw that they give you. That's kind of like a spoon and kind of uh... like a straw. You got any M and M's in your White Russian there? Maybe some crunched up Butterfinger. Maybe I might. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, they go on the swings. Yeah. And uh, Serene says that she feels free because it isn't something she would normally do. They also eat ice cream, to which Serene says that he made her ice cream. No, Serene, he scooped it. He for scooped you. the ice cream. He put that some was ice it. Cream in a sc- yeah, he did not make you ice he cream. He was back there churning the ice cream. Yeah, he first he milked the cow, <laughs> then he got all the salt got for the, the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he was there overnight. Well, this is how we do it in Missouri. Meanwhile, Clayton reveals that he worked somewhere called the Fudge Factory <laughs> in high I school. I missed that. I bet he did. You know who else worked at the Fudge Factory? Colton. Colton. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, am I going to get canceled yeah, for that? Canceled. Should we cut that joke? You really need to apply for a full professor <laughs> within the next before year. I make a joke yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. Yeah. So Clayton says there's a lot of mystery in Serene's smile. He says he thinks there's more to her under the surface. I like Serene. I think yeah. she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and they seem to be fine. Like again, he doesn't seem to have quite as much going on with her as like. Gabby or something, right. but uh, you know, it, I thought this was a nice date. Sure and it was. Um, they get to the night portion, and Clayton is wearing a very thick sweater under a very thick sports coat. What? Like, but why, if you know you're big and you know you're big, right. come on, like you know yourself. 
why are you making it worse by putting on five Just layers, layers of after evening of clothing? Thick clothing, like yeah. in Galveston, Texas. Right? What uh, is the weather here that requires a sweater? <laughs> And a jacket it's on top of said sweater. It's not cold because he's also sweating his ass off in the day. <laughs> well, that's it too. After the third time when you're like, I put on four different layers and sweated my balls off. <laughs> wouldn't you be like, you know, I might take one layer off. Maybe I don't need the blazer on top of the sports right. coat on top of the sweater. Well, and also one of the strategies of dressing in layers is that you can remove clothing Correct. as you get too hot. Correct. So, you know, mm-hmm. you could take the jacket off. But I guess he's like, nope, this is the whole pad. This is the whole ensemble. I'm committed. <laughs> I'm doing the jacket sweater combo in Texas. I put this on and now I'm here. And what? I mean, this must have been like September, October. I mean, oh, when did they? Don't, South Texas in September is pretty chilly. Oh, okay. I mean, when when were you there learning to swim? Do you know that I'm being sarcastic? No. It's fucking hot as balls okay. in Texas. I, I mean, I don't know what the Texas weather in is South like. In South Texas? South Texas. Come on. Okay. I, I should have picked up on that. Come on. Yeah. I should have been a little quicker Get on that Get your head draw. out of your ass. I will take my head. My head is in my ass right now and I will take it out. Um, Clayton and Serene have a little bit of a deeper discussion. Right. He says that he feels like she's protecting herself against something. And she says that she's had a lot of loss in the last couple of years. Uh, she lost her grandmother and her cousin kind of back to back. Mm-hmm. And then she tells stories about her cousin, which I did think was sweet. Right. Um, and he gives her the rose. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a sweet date. She says earlier, no one has ever shut down a freaking pier for me before. You know, Clayton didn't do that, yeah. just to be clear. Don't expect yeah. that after the show. Exactly. Clayton went to the Pleasure Pier two days ago and was like, shut this shit down yeah. for my date. I'm bringing Serene. <laughs> Spare no expense. I'm going to make her ice cream. I'm going to wear a blazer and a sweater. Yeah, she says she def- definitely feels like she's falling in love with Clayton, which is a perfectly reasonable response after one essentially date. one date. Yep. Yes. Makes sense to me. Okay, so then we get back to the Sinead drama. I think this is about the point where the villain has exhausted her interest uh, to me. It's become too too much of an artifice, if you will. It I insists will. upon itself Oh, it insists too upon much. itself. It insists upon itself, Lois. What? It insists upon itself. What does that even mean? Because it has a valid point to make. It's insisting. It takes. It just feels fake. I don't know. It feels like too much of a performance, which is apt given that uh, Shanae later in the episode says to give me the Oscar, the Grammy. No, not the Grammy. The Emmy, the Golden Globe. She might have said the Grammy. Yeah. Give Go me ahead the, and give me a Grammy. Give me the too. EGOT. Yeah, I was going to say the Shanae, Shanae EGOT in for this. <laughs> <laughs> Shanae and Whoopi Goldberg have egotted. Um, yes. Yeah, so has Meryl Streep egotted? I don't know. That's a good question. I can't help myself. We uh, need to look up egot. I bet she has. You think so? All right, look, look it up. Well, now we would need she to have see. done a Tony? Well, she. I mean, the theater. So, what would the Grammy be? The theater. Spoken? Well, sure. I, I'm, oh, I that's bet. true too. All right, but you get see. Here's how you egot. If you're an actor, is you are you read. mansplaining? This yes, to me? I'm mansplaining this to you. So it wasn't a pool. Here's you learned how, how to you egot. Yeah. if you're an actor, yeah, you... I went to Pepperdine and ate Jonathan Taylor Thomas's. First sandwich. of all, I did not. It was a salad, and my friend Christoph. So I know ate about it. egot. So I was there with Eric Christian Olsen, oh, who has not God. yet egot oh, but will you any day. Mentioned Eric Christian Olsen in two days, so I guess it was time. Hey, there's uh, folks listening at home. Check that off your bingo score. We should make a bingo 
that listeners at home can uh, check off while we're engaged in this show. Gosh, it's a small list. Yeah, so let me see. Let me guess. John Legend. Uh... Yeah, how did you know that? Because uh, that happened a while ago. And oh, because you can get like an Oscar for best song. Best song. That's yeah. bullshit. No, it's an EGOT. No, that's bullshit. No, that's an EGOT nope. is what that is. But so here's what I was going to say. The actors get the Grammy for like reading a book aloud. That's cheating. That's, uh, I think like Obama got a Grammy or something for that. Um, what does this mean that there are winners including non-competitive awards? Oh, I don't know. That sounds like something made up, like an honorary doctorate. Because that's what Barbara Streisand has. Oh, uh, well, that's fake. That's an ego with an Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, James Earl Jones, Harry Belafonte, and Quincy Jones are the ones that have that. Oh, they have the asterisk next to those. Give me another egotter for real. A real egotter. Mel Brooks. Okay. Audrey Hepburn. Okay. Rita Moreno. Okay. Okay. I like it here in America. That's her, right? Yeah. Life is okay in America. I mean, you're the West Side Story fan, but... I think I go back to San Juan. <laughs> I know a boat you can get on. <laughs> I can't we still need to do a musical episode. Well, we didn't see, yeah, just we the didn't, whole right, thing. Just, I'm singing. Clayton's on the pleasure pier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing five sweaters. <laughs> Drinking a white Russian. I made you some ice cream. <laughs> From scratch. Andrew Lloyd Webber, ever oh, heard of him? Yeah. Oh, I know him. He's my uncle. Created a little uh, musical called Cats. Cats. <laughs> Old cats. Yeah, uh, so. Who's Alan Minken? I don't know. Hmm. Well, don't he's know. one too. I think maybe a composer or something. Now, come on. Let's what? get that riffraff out of here. That's right. Sh- I mean, Lame. come on, Alan yeah. Minken, suck a dick. <laughs> Why don't you suck a dude? I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he heard that and he's very upset right now. Oh, other variations. The P-Got. Oh, what's the P-Got? <laughs> the Key-Got. That's when you do a lot of Kegels while you're accepting <laughs> your E-Got. And the E-Goat. The P-Got is when you get an award for porn. That's not true. <laughs> is I that not looking. correct? Winners include Audrey Hepburn, Barbara this? Streisand. Gosh. What? It's if you also won a Peabody Award or the Pulitzer Prize. Jesus. Yeah, this is uh, people. Some people are just too impressive. I know. Let's face it. God, get some out people of here. have too much time. Get out of town with your Pulitzer Prize. Oh, the regot is if you've also won a Razzie. That's fun. That is fun. That's who's, silly. Who's on the regot list? Alan Minkin. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's everywhere. Where's his Pulitzer Prize? Um, Liza Minnelli has a regot. Okay. And the e goat. Also includes the Annie Awards for uh, animation. Oh man! And Alan Alan Minkin has one. He, of course he does. He has all of these. <laughs> Look up who is that? Look that up. Who is this fuck? Uh, who is this motherfucker, <laughs> Alan Minkin? Let's see. Yeah. So see. meanwhile, Shanae has egotted. Jill is talking to Shanae and saying, "I'm just going to be honest with you. He's kind of cute. He was born in 1949. Oh, is he cute? Like old man cute? Is he a zaddy? Uh... <laughs> You're looking at the picture. You tell me. I mean, he's 72. Okay. 
could be a zaddy. Could be a zaddy. That is not that is not out of your age range at all. He is a conductor who is best known for his scores for Walt Disney Animation. I I said he was a composer. I nailed it. I knew exactly who he was. BFD. No Um, BFD indeed. Scored The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Pocahontas, and Little Shop of Horrors, Newsies, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules. Enchanted and Tangled. Jesus, this get out of here, amazing. Alan Minken. Yeah, Alan Minken, you're on my list. <laughs> <laughs> you can score Anna Welcome. along with those other scores. I think all egots are fair game. Hall oh, you're pass saying on hall pass on egot? Absolutely. So what? Who does that leave me with? Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. and Liza, Liza Minnelli. Minnelli. Well, who leaves you with? Whoever. Whoever egotted. Yeah, you didn't put Alan Minken on your list, or are you a homophobe? (laughs) Apparently, after I made that Fudge Factory joke. (laughs) Apologies for the Fudge Factory joke. (laughs) Don't say butthurt. (laughs) I'm not going to say that anymore. Um, Okay, so the show. Jill was saying, Shanae, I'm just going to be honest with you. I thought you were turning over a new leaf. Why? Um, and I was rooting for you and thought that you deserved, uh, and the thought that you thought, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And the thought that you thought that you deserved to be at the cocktail party and we didn't really hurt. It did hurt. I was hurt too, Joe. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I I just, I was shocked. I can't believe, I thought Shanae was turning over a new leaf based on all of the evidence of her previous behavior. So the girls who were on that date confront clayton about it they tell him that she threw the trophy in the pond mara says that that's not wifey material what losing your shit over (laughs) stupid stuff yes it is (laughs) acting irrationally angry correct that is wifey material he says that it's hard for him to defend those actions yes it is except she's hot right but see point counterpoint she did all these terrible things but boobs blonde yeah Vagina. <laughs> but she made out with me on a bar. <laughs> right. Check and mate. I feel like she's like a little kid who is just like playing their dad because he pulls her aside and he's like, well, are you apologetic? Right. And she's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really sorry. God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's like a teenage daughter. This is what it's going to be like when our daughter is a teenager yes. and she gets in trouble with you. Yes. And I'm going to be like, aren't you sorry? And she's like, oh, yes. And I'm like, yeah, oh, she's I'm so, so sorry. sorry. She was I'm so right. sorry. Yeah. She was really sorry that she drove our car into that fountain and at then, the uh, country club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she didn't have a driver's license. Um, she, he's like, do you feel apologetic? And she thinks for a pretty yes. long like yeah. minute. It takes more than a beat. And she's yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. She says, that's uh, that's not my character. That's mm, not me. That's not me at all. That's not Shanae. She says that she wants to move forward with their connection. And he's like, great. Yeah, <laughs> so do I. Let's make out again. Um, She turns on the waterworks for the women. Yeah, she goes and gives quite the apology. And I was a little embarrassed because so on Twitter, I made a joke about how Sinead deserves an Oscar. And then she made the same joke. You and and Sinead have the same sense of humor. That was very embarrassing. I felt uh, and I couldn't delete it because it was already out there Mm -hmm. in the world. But 
Uh, she says she hopes everyone can get past her actions and move forward. Susie, I thought, acted very big. She said uh, everyone deserves the possibility to do right by their actions. I'm willing to give her the space to grow. Turns out that's wrong, Susie. <laughs> right. I mean, it's nice. It is being the bigger person, but often being the bigger person sucks. And then she goes back to Clayton and she's like, hey, I apologize. It went really well. Yeah, I was great. I'm very sorry. And then in her individual interview, she says, I'm not sorry, hoes. (laughs) So uh, this little performance earns her the rose at the rose ceremony. Give me the Oscar, give me the Emmy, give me the Golden Globe, and give me the fucking rose. Yeah, that's really the biggest prize of them all. So how many people have... An Emmy, a Golden Globe, an Oscar, a Tony, and a Rose. That would be, it's (laughs) actually an Igor. (laughs) One person, Shanae. Emmy, Golden Globe, Oscar, Rose. Rose, The Igor. (laughs) All right. So um, Clayton says, I hope everyone felt seen and heard tonight. They didn't because you just talked to Shanae, you doofus. Yeah, no, you pretty much fucked that. Yeah, right. Again, earlier he says, being the bachelor has not been easy. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> Clayton. Clayton's never going to come on our show. Uh, and he was before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really had our agent was reaching out to him. Our publicist was really in talks with his people. Robin, we'd like you to personally approach Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and tell him that he could get upwards of 1,000 listeners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll finally get a goddamn Sh- review. Try 1,100. Right. On a really good day. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have the names for the roses? I sure do. All right. Why don't you go ahead and give them a yeah, read? Yeah, here we go. Sarah. Sure. Marlena. Genevieve. Mara, who says, shit will hit the fan if Shanae stays. Mm-hmm. I would actually like that to literally happen Just sometime. Just a bunch of yeah. shit everywhere. Hitting, hitting a fan. Yes. <laughs> um, Gabby. Susie. Eliza. No, now that's my joke. Well, but I got to you read have the name. You have to names. say Eliza. No. That's not the joke. Read the name. Eliza. And Peggy. See, I thought That's you were going to do it. No. I was setting you up for that. No. Okay, you they really it. fucked this yeah, up. Yeah, you ruined it. All right, I'm Hunter. this podcast. <laughs> you knock your mic over in protest. <laughs> That's it. This podcast is over. Um, so Shanae, who while she's waiting... For her name to be called, says, I'm sweaty, and my vagina is sweaty, <laughs> and my armpits are sweaty. Same. That's me every day. <laughs> uh, but no need for her vagina to get all sweaty. She gets the rose. Dry it out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I have in my notes, you big dolt, in all caps, for Aww. Clayton. I don't know. What do you really expect from him? This. Like- yeah, this exact exactly. thing. Yeah. He sends Sierra home, who I thought Sierra was great. And like, and Sierra says, if Shanae is what he wants, he can keep Shanae. Yeah. That's his bed, and he's going to have to sleep in yes. it. Yes. Correct. Correct Amundo, Sierra. Yeah. You, you've, and honestly, like, you're probably good getting out of there. Mm-hmm. You and your body glitter have better places to be. A thousand percent. Yeah. Though Shanae says, I just sent another bitch home. I like that she's acting like she did this. Like that she was responsible for sending these other women yeah, home. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's quite a core, like a causation there. It's causation, but not co- it's correlation, but not causation. I would suppose that, so. Statistically, okay. I would say that's what's happening. Can we get the here. IRB to weigh in on this, <laughs> right? We'll get the uh, American Psychological Association to run some statistical tests for us. Clayton tells the ladies, it's time to get out of America. Let's take it international to 
Toronto, <laughs> Canada. Everyone's international wet dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shanae's vagina got sweaty all over again oh. thinking about that. Clean so, jizzed all over everyone. <laughs> so before we um, go too hard on Toronto, I just want to mention that we have 47 Whoa. Toronto That's listeners. Sorry, to I mic. got too close because I got too far away. Yeah. Um, 47. 47 Toronto hey, listeners. Guys. So. How are you? We could be losing upwards of 5% of our audience Look, if we come down too hard on thing. Toronto right now. I, I'm i fairly certain that Toronto actually is wonderful. Sure. We don't need to all get our nuts in a jam <laughs> over the fact that we're traveling internationally to Toronto. Barely across the border. Yeah, come yeah. on. I'm sure. You know, I have not been to Toronto. You have not been? No. I've no. only been to Vancouver. Yeah. Me too. Vancouver. That's the extent of my... How is that possible? You live like super close to Canada. I live super close to Vancouver. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, that's... I do not live super close to Toronto you, as a child. Well, not. I'm out. not saying Toronto, but you haven't been anywhere else in no, Canada? No, I've been to uh, Victoria, Canada, which okay, is right that by... that clearly yeah. sounds like you're lying about No, it's that. an island that you have to take a ferry to. It's just like right right by everything else, mm. right by Vancouver. I've been up to a 108-mile ranch north of Vancouver with Nick and his mom when I was in ninth grade. Excuse me. Yeah. I thought you were going to make a... Uh, right, like an <laughs> insulting gesture. So those places eh, in Canada. I am in my head. Yeah, no, I know. I saw it. I could actually see that happening in mm-hmm. your brain. Right now. So, but the ladies are headed to Toronto and it's, uh, it's better than Galveston. I'll grant them that. Right. It's a step up. Although I love Galveston. You know, I also have not been to Galveston. I haven't been to Houston. I haven't been to I any of these sites. Very fond memories of Galveston. So, honestly, I'm making fun of it, but I would love to take this trip because I haven't been to any of these yeah, destinations. Go to the Niagara Falls. That looked great. I sure. would love to go to Niagara Falls. So, how is that on both sides of the country? It's that big. That it's in America it's, and Canada. It's just like right on the border. It's really straddles the border. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you might call a pleasure period <laughs> between the two it, countries. Uh, it plays both sides. Um. Yeah. First uh, one-on-one in Canada, A, goes to Gabby. Yeah. Welcome to Toronto. Love is on the horizon. Clayton tells us that you just have to explore Toronto from above. <laughs> You have to. But then they don't. No, they go in a helicopter. Oh, they do? I don't missed Don't they that. ride in a helicopter? I swear I to know. God, I they rode like... in a helicopter. They did. No. They rode in a helicopter. I looked, ar- I looked at you and I was like, what's going on? Like, they're just walking around the city and you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So what happened? I believe, I swear to God, they rode in a helicopter. <laughs> Maybe they, we are really falling so, down Ryan. on this podcast. Um, okay, they may or may not. <laughs> have ridden in a helicopter why did he say you have to explore toronto from above then um and then at some point they either land the helicopter or are just walking around the streets of toronto but they come upon a hockey setup and one of my favorite moments of the date is when gabby takes the hockey stick and says i'm gonna beat you with it and starts (laughs) swinging at clayton clayton took gabby to a waiting helicopter so they could sightsee from above yes I feel like that was really quick, though. Yeah, no, they they did not play that up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I feel like I blinked and then looked up and they were playing (laughs) hockey. It was a quick helicopter They were playing hockey and eating beaver. (laughs) Playing tonsil hockey. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Gabby. I do too. A lot. Yeah, I like Gabby a lot too. I want Gabby to be my friend. Yeah, no, I would hang out with Gabby. For sure. Yeah, she is definitely the one of the more interesting women on this season. Well, I feel like it's rare that someone is actually on the show that I'm like, oh, you really are funny. Right. Like and you're actually funny. funny. Yeah. And she like she loves that dog. She, she lays is like on the crawling around on the ground yeah. with that dog, which I, have I found in my endearing. Notes, I love her yeah. when that happens. Yeah. Well, and she was like <laughs> What, how did, why did she say this when she hears her name on the date card? She's like, I was like, wow, and blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is, she is adorable. Yeah. Um, no, and I, then she's like, I'm crazy. Get ready. Right. She's like, you don't want to know what like, goes strap on. Strap in. You don't want to know what goes on up here in my head. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, Clayton says he loves the jokester side. Me too. Meanwhile, as Gabby is laying down on the sidewalk with the Canadian right. dog, uh, the group date card comes in their Toronto hotel for the women that are still there. Mm-hmm. It is Rachel, Sarah, Serene, Marlena, Susie, Hunter, Eliza. And Peggy. There you go. I didn't want to take, I didn't want to step on your joke again. Mm-hmm. I Just wanted that to be for you. I know. I did what I said that you shouldn't do. <laughs> what Eliza a hypocrite. And Peggy. I think it's more funny if you sing both. I, I do too. That's what I was going for. I know, for. but yeah. I didn't like it when you did it. Right. I no, just, just like it really stepped on your joke and stole it as I my mean, own. Yeah. Real, real uh, banya. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use that? <laughs> it's gold. It's gold, Jerry. <laughs> okay. So then we've got uh, more of Gabby. Oh, so, I was, no, I was going to say the oh. name of the card. Oh, what's it say? Can you take the heat? Love, Clayton. They can take the heat. Fun fact, it is a Sylvia Plath themed date in which they see who can stick their head in the oven for the longest. <laughs> oh, man. Too soon. One of the, yeah, too soon indeed. Man, that is a very specific joke. I like it. Yeah. Sure. No, again, very... Uh, our readers are smart. Our listeners they're, they're are listeners, smart. They're listeners, but yes, they are smart. They're no, listeners I know. and they're readers. <laughs> they also love to read. Readers of yes. books, <laughs> literature. Readers of great literature. So yeah, we get back to the nine days. So I mean, at this no, point... Sorry, no, we're still We're still oh. in the hotel. Okay, okay, what you, the, <laughs> you deal with the hotel. I don't have any of this well, in my notes. Well, you just have to understand that what this means is that the the girls are hit with the bombshell, that there will be a two-on-one. I see. One of yeah. the girls says, how does that work? <laughs> well, how? it's called a two-on-one. How, I ask you... <laughs> Why? Though, to be fair, it has been a while. It's been a hot minute since we've had a two-on-one, and I love it. That is one of their best tricks. It's one of my favorite Bachelor tropes. And I'm surprised that they haven't gone to that well more recently. Yeah, yeah. It kind of went away, Right, but it's back with a vengeance. Oh, it's back. Um, It's going to be Genevieve and Shanae. The girls do a quick little bit of deduction. Quick little bit of detective work like Clayton did Mm -hmm. earlier. And they figure out it's Genevieve and Shanae. They're going on a two Two on one. I can't wait. Yeah, no, and but we do have to wait because yeah. we only get a little bit of that two on okay, one. Now we're back on the night. Okay, thank you. Okay, so now what I want to get to is really not all that interesting at all. But, Correct. Um, I mean, so if you are on a dinner date, like you must in, like expose some sort of trauma about yourself at this point, right? Like it is just expected. Well, I always feel bad for the girls who know that, but like don't have any trauma, so they're like, my grandfather died four years ago, right? And Gabby, I mean, like, Gabby is much more vulnerable than you would normally be on a date like this normally. But, and it's like, it is like, 
you know, she talks about how she's felt unworthy of love. She felt that she um, was better at giving love than receiving it. And it goes back to her mom. Of course, it yeah. always goes always back, back to, to the, the mom. To the mother. Yep. Sure. Mommy issues. Sometimes it's the dad's fault. Usually it could be the dad's, the dad's fault. fault. Yeah. Actually. Um, yeah. So she says that her mom was really physically affectionate and then would withhold her love. And that led Gabby as a uh, child, but also an adult, to think if my mom could stop loving me, why can't anyone else? Yeah. Which is heartbreaking. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, she says she's done a lot of therapy and that she has moved past it for the most part. And she now feels she's capable of love and worthy of love. Yes. And now she's on a reality dating show. Yeah. Newsflash, yeah. Gabby. <laughs> this is not the best move. <laughs> right, Gabby. All that therapy for this. Yeah, so, and then they, uh, but hey, then they get in the pool, and it is a hot and heavy makeout sesh. Oh, she's willing to accept love. <laughs> I have to say, this pool scene is interesting, because often the, like, funny girl, like, they don't have any sexual chemistry. Oh, they do. But, yeah, they have some sexual chemistry. Wow. Yeah. Are <laughs> you? Um, yeah, so there's a hot and heavy makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Jesse's in Toronto the next day. Well, I was going to say, he just seems really like genuinely yeah. taken with Gabby. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's going to come in as a bit of a dark horse. He I think so he's too. Been yeah. blindsided by her in the best possible way. Yeah. And uh, that it doesn't get much better than this. Yeah. It, it looked pretty great in that pool makeout sesh. <laughs> yeah, it did look I got to awesome. say, it looks like a fun time. Didn't look yeah. bad. Didn't look too bad. <laughs> Not too shabby. All right. So um, next day, we got the uh, heat date. And it turns out that uh, Jesse's there in Toronto. He was. Turns out they're not putting their heads in <laughs> ovens after all. Turns out they're not going to a sauna. It's a roast. It's a roast. Russell Peters is there. Um, he is a roast champion, mm-hmm. we're told. Um, he's an award winning stand up comic, and he tells us that comedy and love go together we've That's, always felt i was so. gonna say that we are living proof of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they are going to do a roast um they so russell peters refers to G, uh clayton as mm-hmm. being vanilla as fuck which i think is the most apt description that i've heard of him yet since that woman who went nuts the first night about how he was like america's yeah. sweetheart yeah those two I have can't nailed do it. this I just guy can't right do it. I can't even stay on TV another week and be around this person. And he tells us the meaner, the funnier. So see, Russell Peters does. So see, you could not go too far. Um, Clayton says a sense of humor is so important to what I'm looking for in a relationship because I don't have one. Oh, what? Oh, that's a roast. The meaner, the better. Mm. I was roasting him just now. (laughs) See, I would do great on this date. It worked. Boom. Roasted. Boom. Roasted. And uh, then Russell gets one of the better jokes when he says Jesse is here with his stunt double, Clayton. Pretty which funny. Which is pretty good. Pretty funny. And then uh, the ladies let loose. And, uh, man, Marlena really uh, comes out of the gate. I, I love yeah, Marlena. She I do out not of the gate. believe that she is the one for Clayton, mostly because she's way too good oh, for Oh, absolutely. Him. Like, Marlena, yeah. you need to be with right. someone awesome. Like, what are you doing here, Marlena? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you're an Olympian. Like, you're she's, hilarious. She's funny. She's, yeah. She, I believe she's successful. Like, she has a successful job. Like, come on. Um, she uh, really ribs Hunter for having irritable bowel syndrome. Whoa. 
Whoa, that's, that's a sensitive topic that's for me. That's cutting a little close to yeah. Ryan's skin. That, uh, that's offensive for some of us mm. in the in the IBS community. <laughs> um, yeah, she wrote Shanae. They all pretty much wrote Shanae. Yeah. Um, Mara says, Shanae's not even here, but honestly, if we're going to roast someone, let's roast the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says uh, that uh, Shanae saying that she's the victim is like Jeffrey Dahmer calling himself a victim of his own crimes. Jeffrey Dahmer joke. I like it. Eh, I wasn't crazy about that, actually. I think that was Hunter. Oh, okay. Eh, I don't know. It's, it's edgy. It's a little it is, bit you know high what? concept. It's, well, I like a high concept joke. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like it, it if you just say, this is Shanae, and then make a big fart noise. <laughs> There's that, too. You can go a couple different routes. It's a joke go of the high my brow. generation. <laughs> go the lowbrow. Both are good. Yeah. they. All, I mean, the roast was fun. They mm-hmm. do seem funny. They have a good time. On the night date, Susie does a reverse roast right. and talks about a lot of nice things about Clayton. Okay, Susie. So I have to say this years ago, what was it? Ashley who had a roast date and like she, oh, she did yeah. not like it. All the it. guys were like, your tits suck. Right. Like you're, you're not pretty. Yeah. I wanted it, the bachelorette to be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was awful. That was awful. Right. That just, it did not work. This no. roast date was significantly yeah. more successful. Yeah. Yeah. Than, uh, than that roast date. Marlena says, you like me cause I'm smooth, huh? And Clayton says, Yep. <laughs> um, the one-on-one comes. I'm sorry. The two-on-one comes. Who got the date rose at the? Um, well, we're not there yet. Oh, we're, I'm getting all out of order. I do well, not have all going, these date cards. This is what we in a fiction class call a classic juggling exercise. Oh, I did not know that. Well, They're juggling and, stories. We're going back and forth. Yeah, here. I like it. Okay. So we're Marlena is talking to Clayton about how he likes her because she's smooth. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, the two-on-one date card comes and says that they are going into the falls. <sighs> They're going over the falls in a barrel. <laughs> the, the losing woman is sent over the falls to her death. Shanae says, isn't Niagara Falls around here? <laughs> More deduction. We see a lot of detective work in this mm-hmm. uh, episode. Um. Then we go back to the group date. Uh, Rachel tells him that the roasting date would have been the one date she didn't want to do. Interesting. Mine would be riding a horse to have lunch with strangers, right. including ribs. ribs. Yes, yeah. that is your exact nightmare. Um. But she says she appreciates him pushing her out of her comfort zone, and he says, "I don't stop thinking about you ever." I can't help myself. <laughs> He's a real Greg Kinnear. And in fact, Rachel gets the date rose. Yeah, right. And so now who does he do maple syrup, maple syrup shots with? I do not know. I have that in my notes. He says, they're going to be syrupy as hell. (laughs) Okay, Clayton. Cool. Great description. Cool. Yeah, right. (laughs) These syrup shots are syrupy. (laughs) That might be a good description for your white Russian, though. It's a little syrupy. He's so dumb. (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, what it almost hope. feels mean to make fun of him because it does. he's dumb. It like, does. No, it does feel... And it also and feels... And he is nice. Yeah. Like, honestly, I do feel sorry for him a little bit 
with the stuff that's going on just because like Clayton's too dumb to know. Well, he's just like out of his league and the producers know it. They're and taking, they're taking advantage huge of advantage of the yeah. fact that he's just not equipped for this situation <laughs> at all. And especially, I mean, it's such a jarring contrast from Michelle. Yeah. To, you know, someone who was like so adept on the ball and on the ball yeah. to this. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it is quite the stark contrast. Well, yeah, Rachel gets the date rose, and then, not surprisingly, we are thrown into a cliffhanger situation with this two-on-one. Clayton says, there's so much at stake here. Correct. So much. Yeah, a lot at stake. Yeah, so they go to Niagara Falls, um, and they're basically going into the mist. Into the mist. Into the unknown, (laughs) if you will. I will. Into the unknown. Oh. Um, yeah, so we will find out what happens next week, gang. Puerto Rico, my heart's devotion. Always the hurricanes blowing, always the population growing, and the money owing, and the sunlight streaming, and the natives steaming. I like the island Manhattan. I know you know. Shine shoes 
everywhere, crime in America. Ah. Organized crime in America. Ah. Terrible time in America. You forget I'm in America. is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.